Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with inspirational artist, change architect, and real-life superhero, Kevo, a black man from an inner-city neighborhood that was raised without his real parents to become a renowned fine artist is a big deal. From his youth, he was shot, sent to jail, and had a history of drug dealing and violence. He changed his life for the better and became one of the most accomplished artists his city has ever seen. He's from Houston, Texas, and holds an MFA degree. His art ranges from painting to theater production, highlighting radical dynamics and human experiences. He is the director of a nonprofit for arts, Kevo Art Studios, and teaches at a college with over 10 years of experience as the owner of a successful tattoo studio. Additionally, he has a background in stage plays and filmmaking and has written and published several books. His story was featured on Fox 26 News in a segment called From Inmate to Entrepreneurship, highlighting the journey from an incarceration to business artistry. He was proclaimed his own day from the mayor of Houston, and that's Kevo Day, April 6th, where he is honored for his value to the Houston community. He's got a great story. Dig this interview. Kevo, it's great to meet yeah. you. Thank you for taking a minute out today. I appreciate it. For sure, for sure. Good to meet you, too. We, we, it's already recording. I didn't see the record button. Yeah, I, I hit record. I, I mean, I edited okay. it, but you know, I come, all right, from, all right. I come from jazz radio improv world, so I just dive right in. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. How you doing, man? How you doing? I'm, I'm good. I'm coming to you from Kansas City. Where you at? I'm in Houston, Texas. Now, okay. Kansas City, um, I always get this mixed up. <laughs> Where is Kansas City? <laughs> Kansas City is straight in the middle of the map. <laughs> what state is it in? It's in Missouri. Okay, because oh, I used to think it was in Kansas. Well, no, it is too. It, it's confusing. There's a Kansas City, Kansas, and then there's oh, okay. a Kansas City, Missouri. So when people always call it Kansas, it makes sense because the first word is Kansas. I get it. So. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. How about so, them Chiefs, man? Oh, man. Dude, Mahomes came in like a saint, you know? we Like, when that thing happened last night with Aaron Rodgers getting injured in that first, like, four mm -hmm. plays, that's Kansas City for the last 30 years before we got Mahomes. Mahomes, yeah, yeah. Always yeah. something happening. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I feel New York's pain, but, yeah, it was... It all changed. Yeah, they're saying the NFL has to get rid of turf because there was like too many freak injuries. I know. Well, I mean, yeah. think think about baseball. They used to have some crazy injuries with AstroTurf, and then they went to natural, and it's been fine. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. So, oh man, but, but yeah, anyway. things are cool here. I'm in Houston, Texas. Uh, cool. I don't want to talk about the Texans. <laughs> all right, I got you. I got you. So let's get into let's get into yeah. you and your life and what you do. And I'm going to begin everything with the last three years with COVID was quite a thing. How did mm -hmm. you get through that time period, and how has it changed you? Wow, um, I actually went through a breakup with my girl during COVID, and we actually got back together after COVID. And I think that, to be honest, wow, to be honest, I think that it helped me get a lot of clarity of who I was because our breakup wasn't, it wasn't really worth breaking up. You know, it wasn't, we didn't have like a hard breakup, but it freed up some time for me to really focus on myself. And, and I hate to be cliche, but I really needed it. But like, I, I, I honestly think that um, had we not breaking up, I wouldn't have accomplished the things I've accomplished within the last couple of years because it, it freed me up to say like, you know, 
I needed to learn how to be in a relationship and be an artist. I needed I needed to learn how to do both. And I couldn't at that time because I was trying to only be an artist. And now I know how to like live a work life balance. <clears throat> So I think it gave a lot of people that kind of clarity. So let's get into what you do as an artist. If I put you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day and one of the kids looks up and says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? I'm great with kids. So I, I say I, I have the coolest job in the world. I get to do art all day, every day. And I would love to explain to especially third graders that I don't know if you said third grader or three year olds. Third that, grader, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that <laughs> art is all over, and it's not just drawing and painting. Art consists of our our means of entertainment here in America. Um, for for one, we have music, we have dance, we have music, movies, um, we have theater, um, we have, and then we get into the drawing and painting and ceramics and sculpture. And that said, when I say it's a means of our entertainment, it's like the the art designs the world we live in and everything else is is either complementary to the art or art complements it to make it better. <laughs> yeah. 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 I dig it. What did you want to be when you were in the third grade? What was your dream to grow up and become? I think I I think I actually did it. I wanted to be a superhero. And I think I actually, I think I, I think I actually became a superhero to a lot of people, to be honest with you. Right on. Right my, on. my nickname was Super Kevin when we was younger. We used to play basketball and football, and they used to call me Super Kevin because I used to be <laughs> able to do so much different stuff. That could be the best answer I've gotten so far. Let's, <laughs> let's, go, let's go back to your childhood. Where were you born and raised? And how did these seeds get into you to become not only an artist, but a superhero? Um, see, this is a sensitive subject to me and I usually rush through it, but, um, hold on. I usually rush through it, but I'll, I'll, um, try to give you a short, but not rushed answer. Sure. I, I grew up without parents. Right. And when I say without parents, I didn't really know my mom and dad until I got older. I was raised by my aunt, which is my mom's sister. So I was still in the family, but I, I'm not connected to like my siblings like that or, you know, my real mother, my real father. So it took me time to really get to know my my immediate family. Um, I mean, we're not on bad terms or anything, but my mom, she passed last year and me and my dad, we don't we don't talk, but we're not on bad terms. And um, I think that that upbringing well, I don't want to say I think I know that that particular upbringing shaped me um, in maturity and in hard work a, a lot faster than my my peers because I didn't have the refuge uh, that uh, I saw or I thought a lot of them had, you know, because it could be my ignorance as well. And that made me I got into a lot of trouble, of course, because I didn't have guidance and I strayed away from things I should have done or, you know, I, I still made mistakes. I was still a kid. But it made me a <clears throat> a different beast internal. Like I, I was able to develop things that adults try to develop at a young age, like passion, you know, um, or or motivation. You know what I mean? And um, and and that is a huge advantage for a teenager because 
I could just do I remember being in football practice and I would I could just coach could try to break us or something and I could just be like this isn't nothing. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? So that definitely shaped me. My childhood definitely shaped me to be the worker I am today. So based on your childhood, you probably really needed to have a hero in your life, a role model. Who was that for you? Damn. Man, I had vicarious heroes, man, because I didn't know these people, you know? So I remember reading about, I remember, I think Roosevelt is the first person I read about, and I was like, this person's a hero. Um, I think, I see, all right, so let me, let me, let me, let me make something clear. Um, I got, I saw, I got a lot out of uh, reading and studying that, again, gave me an advantage because I would read war philosophy and stuff when I was younger, right? So I remember, I'm, I'm just answering your question, like, based on memory, but I remember tattooing. I got an FDR tattoo. <laughs> One of my first tattoos was because I was like, this dude is a real hero. And, and um, secondly, I don't know if you're familiar with Jay Prince, uh, yeah. James Prince. uh that that's a person who I, I used to look up to when I was younger. As I got older, I, I don't as much, but um, I still respect the man. But it, it's that's a tough question for me because I'm like, I didn't have an immediate hero. These people were almost in my fantasy world. Like I didn't know these people personally. I couldn't reach them. But that's my best answer I could give. I, I think I think I've learned so much that I have inspirations more than heroes. I dig it. And I'm curious as an artist, who's been a, a central person that you've admired and emulated to a certain degree that you've always, always liked? Um, Peter, Peter Paul Rubens is my favorite artist. Um, uh, I would, he would, have, he would be number one. Um, it, my, 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 my top five always changes, but he never changes. You know what I mean? Like he, he's number one. Um, Michael Ray Charles for sure is probably a, a very close second. Um, maybe Ben, maybe Benny Andrews. Well, I'm doing a, a Vincent Van Gogh play uh, on Christmas Eve, right? So he's for sure one of my favorite artists. Yeah. And in terms of emulation, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say I emulate Van Gogh. Prince, he's a musician, but Prince is an artist that I try to emulate in terms of working hard. It's tough, man. I'll say Peter Paul Rubens is is. It's who I tried to like model my my life as an artist um, after, but it's tricky because I do a lot of things in context. But like for example, when you asked me the question, I thought of Prince, and I'm and Prince is an he's an artist, but he's a musician. Yeah, but I, I associate with his work ethic so much that I'm like I can't think of an artist that did that other than Picasso. Yeah. But my art is not like Picasso. <laughs> right. No, so, I dig it. Yeah. So it's hard to answer it because I'm, you know. I, I hmm. think Prince blurred the lines a lot, you know. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the first piece of art that you made where you thought, man, I got it. This is something that's going to be my life. I um I drew a picture. I don't know if you're familiar with the guy Iceberg Slim. Yeah. 
I drew a portrait of Iceberg Slim. It's actually, is it on my Instagram? It's probably on my Instagram. If not, I can find it on my Facebook. I actually drew this portrait in like maybe 16 hours. And it was, it's called hyperrealism to make it. So it's basically, it looks like a photo. Yeah. And it was so easy that I, I was bored. I was like, this is this was so easy. I got bored and I, I almost made a vow to myself to never do realistic artwork again. Oh. I thought that, you know, why make art that looks exactly like a picture? Art should look rough around the edges. In my opinion, this is just my opinion. Yeah. It should have flaws. Uh I remember Da Vinci has a quote about something about God and nature. Um that he, you know, he he feels some, something he feels like bad that he, you know, he wants to apologize to nature that he can't emulate it. And that's kind of the feeling I got. I was like, yo, this is, this is not a photograph. So why am I drawing realistic? If I wanted it to look like this, you know, I should just take a picture of it. And also it was very easy to do. So how can I challenge myself? And I think that's when it hit me like, Oh my God, you're, you're, you're legit because you're, you've broken this barrier of what people would say, this is amazing and you're not satisfied. <laughs> you know, I think that's, that's when it hit me. I, I, when I drew the iceberg slim portrait. So of all the people alive on the planet right now, if you could meet one person and spend some time with them, who would it be? Um, I think I've met every, well, I'll take that back. I don't want to say I've met everybody I need to meet because <laughs> I don't, that's, that sounds stupid, but I, I like hanging out with my friends, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like my friends, man. I don't gonna lie. I like uh Draper, um, my homeboy Draper, uh, my homies, and yeah. I don't know uh, my family and friends. I, well, let me let me let me say somebody I haven't met. Let me think, man. Hey. I don't care about people. <laughs> All right, that's man, you cool. know what's funny? No, you know what's funny? I, I, I used to have a tattoo, right? And I would tattoo celebrities, and I just wouldn't post it. I just never would post it, right? For like 10 years, I would never post the celebrity I did. And then the other day, I thought, I should have posted that. Like, people care about stuff like that. You know, I could have probably been really famous by, by posting. I, I, I'll say Quentin Tarantino. All right, that's cool. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin he, Tarantino. He, he, He'd be an interesting guy, guy to talk to for sure. Yeah, Quentin yeah. Tarantino. Yeah. So, what is your motivation every day? What is your motivation to to create your art, to accomplish what you want to get done? What what gets you out of bed every day? A few things. Um, I, I love the idea that I'm a, a a great representation for for a black male, in my opinion, in terms of integrity and character and motivation. Um. My my daughters, you know, my family. Um, I love that 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 you know they're like we're close. You know, since I didn't have that when I was younger. Um, what else wakes me up? Um, and I I, I mean I'm a, I love to create, man. I, I love I just love making art. I love making art. So. Uh, I'm I'm fortunate enough to be in the in the industry that I love, and a lot of people can't say that. So, I'm definitely fortunate enough to be 
in my own industry. So what's been one of the best fan responses, best moments that somebody admired your work and it always resonates with you? All right. That's a great, <laughs> that's a great question. I hope my girl don't get mad at me for this one. <laughs> I hope my girl. All right. So you can blame so me. Let me <laughs> yeah. Let me wait till. Okay. He's making too much noise right there. All right. So I, I'll do two of them. One of my compliments, one of the best compliments I ever got was from a, a girl I used to date. <laughs> and she said that I'm a big LeBron fan, right? Yeah. I'm a big LeBron fan. She's a big Kobe fan. And one day she told me that um, she said that she would let Kobe Bryant play basketball for her life. And she said she would let me create art for her life. Uh, the second one is um, my my homegirl. She uh she came to one of my plays, one of my stage plays, and she said that after she watched the play, she 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 I think she called me or texted me and said she didn't feel like she was supporting a friend. She said your play was really great. I, I didn't feel like I was just throwing money to support a friend. I felt like I actually was going to a really great play. Uh, and she was like, it was cool to, it's cool to see you continuously like blow people's mind with art. So those two, um, uh, I don't think my girl would care. Shit. She the one. <laughs> <laughs> so what's been the best advice you've ever gotten in your life? Something that's really resonated and, and carried you through. Oh, that my the best advice I think I ever got was that people are gonna hate regardless. So you might as well just do whatever you want to do. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this: If you have a dream tonight, you run into a much younger version of yourself, and you could give that version of you a piece of advice based on the life you've led, the wisdom you've gained up to this point. What would you tell your young version? Man, I, that's a good question, bro. I don't think I would listen for one. <laughs> but not for sure, bro. I was an asshole when I was younger. I was a bully. I was one of those people that, well, I wasn't a bully. I bullied bullies. I was just a, I was such an asshole, bro. Um, And I was so, like, mean Uh, if I didn't know the pe person. I was nice to everybody I knew, though. Um, Man, I probably would just say keep going because I I, I was never ill intended, you know. Like I said, I bully bullies. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so I knew yeah. what, I was very aware of that I was the bad, the wrong I was doing. So I would just probably say keep going because it didn't hurt me. Um, I ended up going to jail, but ultimately, you know, jail helped me stay out of jail. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> helped me not go back. So. Uh, yeah, I would probably just say keep going. Cool. So you were kind of like a Robin Hood. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. A little <laughs> bit. I think. I think. I. I think people would say that if they had to compare me to somebody, they would. Yeah, if they if they put that on there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Right. For sure. For sure. That, for sure. That's what comes to mind. Yeah. So, of all yeah. of the things that you've done and accomplished up to this point in your life, what are you the proudest of? Shit. Uh, I, I'm more, I'm most proud that 
I'm close to my daughter. Right on. Yeah. So everyone out there has a perception of you. There's all these pockets of people, family, friends, fans, but you ultimately lead the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? Fuck, bro. Sorry, dude. Oh, I, 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 I didn't mean to bring up emotions. Fuck, bro. <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, I don't know how that happened, man. I probably haven't cried in like 20 years. <laughs> oh, man. No, actually, I cried when my mom died. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. It doesn't happen that often for dudes. I know. It, it's been a long time for me, man. <laughs> All right, let me get it together, man. Shit. Yeah, no, you're good. If you want me to ask you another question, we'll come back around to it. I'll get, I'll get your mind. No, no, no. It's the, right. it was the, it was the question about what am I most proud of? I said I'm proud. I'm close to my daughter. I'm, yeah. I'm... Oh man. Ah <laughs> oh, man, I can't believe I just start crying. <laughs> No, dude. No, no, no. We dudes need to do that more often. You know, I, yeah. I, I mean, I interview women all the time and they're like, you know, I didn't realize I needed a good cry. And they just say it like nothing. But dudes, we, we, we sweep all that stuff under the rug. We're tamping it down. We're like, we're the, we're, yeah, we're, men. Me, we're we, we I can't had no do idea that. that was going to come out. I was like, you know, I'm just being genuine. You know, I'm just being honest with you. Like, yeah, that's, that's it. like the, that's, I've accomplished a lie, bro. So, None of it matters about except that. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> All right. I think I got it back together, man. What was the next question? Well, <laughs> I, I I was. Yeah, we'll go to the next question. Let, let's get kind of fantastical here a little bit. If you could yeah. see any event in human history with your own eyes, what would you love to have seen happen unfold in front of you? Um. Um, there was a, uh, there was a time where an executive order was, was signed for, uh, blacks to have the rights to vote. And I would have loved to see that <laughs> in America. Yeah. I would love to see that. I would have I loved to have been like actually in the over office and everything to like see it. Like, see the conversation to see, because I think that a lot of times the uh, African-Americans get an idea that uh, the country isn't for them or it's like systematically against against us and that we should uh, go back to Africa. Even, even it's something I used to think about, but I've come to grips with uh, this idea that it doesn't matter what you what you think. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, there are approaches within this system that has held us back but at the end of the day i feel like we should take advantage of being american uh and not letting people victimize us or just seclude us into this one area of african-american because if you take that approach and say oh man we should go back to africa like what happens if we go to war with America and we just, <laughs> we gotta just lose again. So I think we should like actually work hard to be to reap the full benefits of being an American citizen. 
Yeah, I dig it. I mean, man. It, and I'm not saying that, that that there is not BS we go through. We we right. should, you know, we we go through some stuff, but I really would have loved to see like a moment of progress for America making Americans in totality better, not just treating black people like we're three-fifths of a man. Yeah, no, I dig it. I dig it. So let yeah. me ask you this. If anyone out there wants to see your work, see you know anything, visual arts, your plays, anything, anything about you, where do they go? Artbykevo.com. I'm a Kevo Arts on Instagram. K-E, like Kevin, but with K-E-V-O-A-R-T-S and artbykevo.com to buy my art, my merchandise, and all of that good stuff. Right on. Kevo, man, this has been real, real. I, I'm glad. Yeah, that we, yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> we, we had this moment, you know, I got to tell you, you know, just kind of going through that wave of emotion. Um, I covered an event at the, in Kansas City. We have the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum and yeah. they honored six pitchers. And my hero growing up was Dwight Gooden. I, I loved Dwight. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I got to meet him with Yo. my son. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. It, it, yeah, that's it was, deep. It was an emotion that was beyond. But to see yeah. the joy that was in that room and how it all transpired, just to feel an athlete after all of the time, especially with Dwight, what he's gone through, to see that. And he was the nicest guy in the world, man. It just emanated. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy how, how people used to go through. So I think about that with Bill Russell a lot. I'm like, how did you maintain composure? Because and then sometimes you have to think maybe they didn't. Maybe you don't know if they cried every night. You know, yeah. you don't know if they just were nice on the outside and in a public eye. And then uh, I remember Sammy Davis Jr. saying that that uh, yeah. he he appeared to be the most happiest person alive, and he said he would be depressed because you know how people would treat him behind closed doors. But yeah. it's all good, man. But yeah, that was crazy, man. Crazy wave of emotion for me. I can't wait to tell my girl this. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all I'm it's crazy, man. That's crazy. Well, man, thank you for being real. Thank you for your time today. I love your story. And I think the big thing that I'm getting from this very brief time, you've overcome a lot. You should be proud of it. I mean, you've just the daily, every day that we gotta live our lives, you've come to this point and you've kicked ass. You're a superhero. So you take just put that in your back pocket all the time. For sure, bro. Have a good one, man. Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. Our esteemed theme music was composed and produced by the great E.E. E. Pointer of Kansas City's River Cow Orchestra. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time. Yeah.